afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Tony Kirk, coming at you live this afternoon from the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave, the uh, Professor's uh, Friday evening show. It is my Friday yeah. evening show. You got Dodger Danny in the pen ready to go? Well, I hope so. Hope We're going to so be joined too. tomorrow by the voice of the Aggies, by the way, Andrew Monaco's. Well, that'd be fun. Coming on at 530. He's tomorrow. always... Uh, who to hang out with? He is kind of a fun guy. So yeah, anyway. that's where the professor is. Tell him uh, you've uh, you've sent me home for misbehavior. I'm in I time sent out. You home? I'm in time out. I'm not home. allowed to come on Fridays yeah. for a while. Whatever. Suspension. Serving a suspension. I'm bleeding out over here. You man. are. I, I don't told know you what's two or three times. Try to clean that up. Uh, by the way, big ranger trade today that's the top of the news we got to lead with big that. ranger trade is the top of the this? that is not the top of the news Willie calhoun finally Willie calhoun who was the uh the, the centerpiece of the trade uh in the u darvish deal about four or five years ago i don't know if you remember they had a lot of money invested in one u darvish they paid like sixty million just to negotiate a hundred million dollar deal. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was, it, it was, uh, and it was worth it. No, yes, no. it was. No, he, he, Are you no. kidding me? They got Willie Calhoun. Well, that's what made it worth it. You're <laughs> right. They got Willie Calhoun, who today, yes, uh, they had to pay the San Francisco Giants to take. <laughs> And the Giants moved some spare off their roster just because they and, needed a roster spot. And that's the big story Sean, today? Is it Sean Shane Duggar, Duggar? I think he's actually a member of that family oh, up I hope in not. Arkansas. No, no, I hope not. So uh, There's some of them in jail already, aren't they? They don't <laughs> want to be part of that. But either way, Willie Calhoun, breaking news today, moved by the Rangers. It's, Here's some money. Please take this big old disappointing player. And... In his defense, he may have never recovered from the uh, the injury that he took when he took one to the head a couple years yeah, ago. Yeah, that usually will mess you up. Yeah. But. He may have Dickie-thonitis. But, boy, and have had a Dickie-thon reference in a long time. <laughs> well, wow. Have many, what, do you want me to go all the way back to Herb Scores? No, no, no. Dickie-thon's fine. You don't, you don't get many of those. Yeah, but do, there's not many guys it's who rare air took right a there. shot to the head that don't make it back no well don't, don't look like Willie's gonna make it back I don't think he is either it's and I, you know I thought change of scenery and getting out of LA and being a you know getting a chance to be an everyday player in Texas was gonna be you know, he had kind of I don't want to say superstar because he didn't have that but I thought he had regular he player like stuff a, written on like him. a guy who's gonna fit the modern day station to yeah, station yeah he didn't have great wheels no. but he could he could play he his position in the outfield yes but he was looked like a guy that was going to be an on-base type guy. Yeah, which you is know. modern baseball. Yeah. Never happened. You know, not a big stick as far as homers or whatever. And I don't know if the change of stadiums messed him up or the one the, – Or he's just not as good as we thought he was. The head or whatever. Or he was in the Ranger system, well, which that, has ruined many a, a prospect. It's unfortunate because he really did feel like this was going to be an offensive, you know, contributor for a number of years and just never did. 
Well, he was at Round Rock. <laughs> and just never did. So away he goes. Some spare comes. So the rain, this, so this whole, we're now looking at the U Darvish deal from start to finish. Not a, not really a good deal for the Rangers. They paid on the front end to get oh, him. Oh, just to negotiate. And they paid on Overpaid. the back end to get rid of the guy they traded for. Well, and, and, and you, I don't know if you remember his time with the Rangers, uh, couldn't get out of the first inning many nights. He was not exactly Mr. First Inning. Yeah, he was And he was a guy who had a lot of pitches and liked to throw a lot. I think that's it. And he would throw... 30 an inning. <laughs> well, I don't think he liked to throw a lot. I think oh, he, he liked did, to throw his repertoire well, pitches. No, I think he liked it a lot because he wouldn't throw what we call strikes. Well, <laughs> I don't when believe that was when intentional. He, when he moved on, it's like he, 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 he came to find out, came to realize that you're supposed to throw the, the ball in that little the box, box yeah, that they have yeah, on yeah. TV. Yeah. yeah. Didn't he get a ring with the Cubs? I don't think so. He didn't I get a ring he moved in after? Yeah, I think he came later. But he did have a couple of decent seasons with them yeah. where he did discover the strike zone that he never discovered in Texas. I, I always was a believer of he threw too many varieties yes. of pitches. I, I thought if he just stuck this thing down to three or four instead yes. of the seven and or eight that he liked. Three or four would have included strikes. Well, you're just being it now. Yeah. But either know. way, he, he had great potential. He didn't turn out to be, say, as good as Chanho Park. But <laughs> wow, did he cost as much? Oh, a lot more. He cost us more than yeah, Chan Ho was only like sixty million back oh, in the day, right. which was a lot well, back in the day. Inflationary money. That's what yeah. I say. Yeah, in today's money. Oh yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, unfortunate. All right, the actual news that's going on. There's news. Who's out there today? Well, and, and we'll we'll lead it with we'll come back around to Texas, but the uh, Razorbacks last look we're down two nothing. It's a game that was heading into the eighth. Yes. So I'll keep an eye on that when we get to the break. I'll look at it again and see where but we they, are. They, they they toy with their fans these Razorbacks, and so they probably have Ole Miss right where they want them. So I talked to my son today. Who's a Razorback? Who's a gra- a grad? He's, well, is not a Razorback? No, he's a Razorback. He, he went to the U, and so he's you know, he's part of it. He bleeds that red. He calls those hogs. So that's do you. part of it. No, that's not, no, that's not well, me. This afternoon you bleed that red. <laughs> I am bleeding red, yes, but not that red. It's not Razorback red. Right. Anyway, um, he said the whole range of emotions last night. Yes. I saw Matt Graves posting a. Uh, yes, he actually did. Uh, yeah. Steals of himself. Yes. Different... Or somebody did them. Yeah. Which was cute. It was interesting. My my well, son's part of his ministry or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or his yeah. penance is what that may be. Yeah. Either way, my my son went through that, and I watched it last night uh, with the same. I watched the last couple innings in the yeah. pool. Yeah. I I watched not with the same intense no, interest I, that everybody I, else I did, but I mean I'm watching the, the end of it. The boy's rooting for Hotty Toddy because of his girlfriend, and you know I'm I'm feeling sorry for the Arkansas fans, so I'm rooting for them, and so it's you rooted against the potential daughter-in-law. That's not, I, I don't know how that I goes. Love Caroline, but I have a lot of friends around here who live and die with the Razorbacks. They're not family. She's, well, she's potential not family. Well, when she uh, when jumps. <laughs> then by golly, I'll start rooting hotty toddy. Really? But until then, that, so, wait, so we've got this commitment. Yeah. 
I'll root Hottie Toddy. Against Arkansas. She joins the family. Against I'll, Arkansas. Probably. That was a soft commit right probably. there. Probably. I mean, a, why not? That was a verbal commit. That wasn't but in writing. She's not in the family right now. Oh, she may as well be. And I'm having to nurse the boy back down. <laughs> so, so, so your allegiance is with the Hogs. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm rooting for the Hogs. I, I told everybody it was Texas, A&M, Razorbacks, and anybody to beat Notre Dame. <laughs> in that order. In that order? Yeah, yeah I just like anybody will beat Notre Dame. They're in the ninth, still 2 nothing. Uh, well, I'm hoping they'll come back. They've got, you know, an opportunity here. They do. Yeah. It's only two. It's only two. They've had a hard time swinging the bat. This is they, – they ran into a pitcher today who got ahead in count so often Razorback hitters were really playing defensive with the strike zone. Here's the deal. I always worry about teams – who get a bunch of runs in one game or two games. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. I'm a big believer in the laws of probability. Yeah. and Baseball get, gods don't let you keep you doing it. I get you 17 in one game and 11 in a game. Then it's uh, just the law of probability well, catches up with you. They didn't get that last night. No, and last night. You know, Three we finally had a one-run ball game yes. in this World Series. And so uh, – but it was very exciting. It was a great game. They, they were just – you know, they may have used that cat may have used its last life last night when they got out of that jam in the ninth when well, they loaded the bases with no outs. Jalen Battles almost put his name in Razorback lore had he run over that left fielder last night going for that uh, fly ball out in shallow left. But in then the ninth. he made such a heads up play later. Oh, I know. When he didn't throw the ball away. Right. I mean, that could have. Yes. Uh, I know. He kept the run from potentially going but into the game. If you read their lips, they're both calling for it. Well, I know they are. But his is very, you know, loud, and the left fielder's got a mind, 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 and he's like, mind, mind. He's arm waving and all that. So if the left fielder ain't looking at arm waving, no. he's looking at the baseball as you're supposed to be. And, and as my son told me, he had just checked into the game the inning before. Yeah. He had just come in and hit the inning before, so he hadn't been on the field for the eight innings prior. But he made the play. Made he the play. Stood, stood tall and took the shot. Yeah, took a shot. Made the catch. I mean, he'd be kidding. The battle just bounced off of him, and he made the catch. Knocked his sunshades off. That's always a problem. You don't uh, want to break the. the that's sunglasses. always funny when those guys have their shades sitting on top. There, if that thing ain't gotten away, <laughs> well, <laughs> making a play. You know what? And what time was that last out made last night? Uh, it was. It was probably 8.30. So we got sunshades on our head. Wasn't that the longest day yes, of the year last yes. night? Yes. So we, we got our sunshades. No. It's the longest day of the year. You need them. 8.30, the sun's down below that stadium. I don't know. I wasn't in Omaha. I'm guessing it was. If it's not, then why are those shades up instead of down? I don't know, but they were sitting on top of his hat. I wish they still had the flick ones. Oh, those are always fun. Remember those? Oh, I used to have used those. To I used to have those. Oh, you had a oh. Yes. See, I never got a pair. No, of those were awesome. Did you play Little League with those? Little League? Yeah. No. Those are softball glasses uh. right there. <laughs> are you kidding me? I had those flip downs. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. You played some church league with some flip downs? You had to. That sun's brutal on a Saturday afternoon. It's not like it is on a Wednesday evening I at 8. I never like playing with glasses. I, I well, I'm kind of stuck with I them. never could play with glasses. Um, when I was young, I never could put shades on. Coach would get mad at me. I tried to use my glove or my cap. How about the eye black? You do that? 
Never have. Didn't do that either? No. All right. All right, it's about 12 minutes after 5. We're going to take the break. We'll come right back. The big news generates itself out of Austin today. We'll come back and talk about the horns and the number of national championships Ooh. that are coming the way of the Please. University of Texas. We'll do that when we come Please back. Stop. <laughs> we in the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan, 107.9. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty Ilo, leopard pride never dies. is the key to success. anxiety or depression or PTSD. Texas Freedom 4446 West 7th Street in Texarkana, Texas offers a wide range of CBD products that help with these conditions and many more. CBD is legal in Texas without needing a medical card and is not addictive. CBD comes in lotions, oil, pain gel, edibles, and more. Discounts for first responders and military veterans. All products made in Texarkana. Find them on Facebook. Texas Freedom CBD. Hello, this is Cindy Murphy back in NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Wouldn't it be great if life came with a remote control? You know, you could hit pause when you needed to, or hit rewind. Like that time you knocked down that wasp's nest. Uh-oh. Or that time you forgot to roll up your windows in the car wash. Fantastic. Yeah, a remote control would have come in handy then. Well, life doesn't always give you time to change the outcome, but pre-diabetes does. With early diagnosis and a few healthy changes like managing your weight, getting active, stopping smoking, and eating healthier, you can stop pre-diabetes before it leads to type 2 diabetes. It's easy to learn your risk. Take the one-minute test today at doihaveprediabetes.org. Life doesn't come with a remote control. So you're on your own with the wasps. You have the power to take control of pre-diabetes. Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. Seventeen minutes after five o'clock, leaving the yard. Bad news, Razorback fans. Game just went final. Mississippi, two, Arkansas, nothing. 
As I was saying in the first segment, hotty toddy. <laughs> wow. I'm glad I was recording that one. Well, let me explain why I just have become a hotty toddy fan. Well, why is that? Well, they advanced to the finals. Yes, against? University of Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> so, Who's not playing Notre Dame today. Yeah, so. so we're going to go with hotty toddy now. Against uh, Arkansas, I was going to stick with my Southwest Conference roots. Well, you don't lose either way now. It's SEC either way now. No, I don't care about SEC. SEC, that's what everybody cares about. No, no, no. I'm I'm OU sucks and hotty toddy. (laughs) Wow. Hotty toddy. Wow. Great game, uh, Mississippi pitcher uh, David DeLuccia. Complete game four hitter. Didn't walk a batter. Just an impressive win. Folks in Oklahoma won't be seeing this guy. Won't be seeing him. You would expect, uh, unless they get to game three and they need him for an inning or two on Monday. Today, Thursday, yeah, he's probably now, not going to show up. Refresh my memory because they, they've changed this multiple times. Is this they got a double dip OU? Is it a two out of three? Yeah, it's two out of three now. It's two out of three. Yeah, we every clear the deck. Last Everything two teams are in. Two out of three. three. Got to win two. And it starts when? Saturday. Saturday. Yeah. So they're off tomorrow. Yep. They could bring him back in the game three. That's what I said. Yeah. Monday. They get him back Monday yeah. potentially. I just want to make sure. Of that. I don't know if I'd start him 114 today on, but of course, yeah. it's college. It's college, and these guys are you know not really thinking about it. if you're not a big draft choice guy, you want the ball. Vandy hey, pitched the crap out of those guys. They had a couple years ago. Who did Vandy? Oh yeah, yeah they yes. pitched the crap. Those college coaches don't care about arms. No, they care about getting that ring, getting that trophy. <laughs> all, I mean, this is it. You may not the, get another they don't one. Have an of these. Investment in these kids. There's not a you know, two hundred million dollar investment in these arms. So, so here you are, Arkansas again. Yes. And for the last two years, you have been right there. You're knocking on the doorstep. The last two years. Well, not last year. They got well, they there been. super regional they, last they year. They should have been last year. You know, super regional last year. But what was uh, it eighteen? They dropped the the foul uh, ball. Nineteen. I don't know. The years run together, but. Either way, I do worry about Van Horn. I, I, Billy tells me I shouldn't. Worry about him? Why? Well, I think there can get to be very unreasonable mm. fans. Well, and they're all unreasonable. We know that. You can be a victim of your own success. And you can be successful, and then someone can come back at you, well, you haven't won the big one or whatever. Come and, on. And so, well, I, I'm serious. I, Arkansas fans I worry about. They are very fickle. I've seen them turn on. We're worried about Van coaches. Horn or worry about the fans? No, we're about Van Horn. They've got a great coach. I know. And, and, and he's the reason I think they're there every year. And I think one year they'll break through and win it if they leave him alone. But if there starts being, you know, this guy can't win the championship, that kind of bull crap. Well, you I, know it's coming. Well, yes. Because, you know there's a segment of the fan base yes. that's going to jump on this today and probably already has. And, and hopefully it's not people who write checks. No, I don't think it usually is. Well, I think we had this conversation the other day about the other side of the state who doesn't necessarily get to enjoy the benefits of being up in the northwest corner, that a lot of those guys are probably the ones that are throwing a lot of venom on the lack of – lifting a trophy i don't know i don't know i just i hate it for arkansas i i wish they'd gotten a baseball championship got fully behind their baseball program become that baseball school maybe win two or three of them and then appreciate 
how good they are at baseball and how that is a natural fit for the natural state. Yeah, I was thinking about Braylon Bishop the other day. You and I made mention of him not on the air. We talked about it off the air. He hit his first home run in in uh, Florida Coast League play. And, of course, he had committed to go to Arkansas and changed his mind when he got drafted and, and Pittsburgh threw out the money that they did that made it silly for him to go to college. You may as well go and, and start your pro career and get working on that first contract, move into that second contract. You know, I, I was thinking about this yesterday. Had the Razorbacks won today and gotten themselves potentially to that point of being able to hoist a, a trophy, if you're Braylon, do you feel bad about, man, I should have gone there? Well, I think the only thing that probably enters into Braylon's mind on a semi-regular basis is NIL is a game changer, and to be a starter at Arkansas yeah. is going to be pretty lucrative. Yeah. If not, it should be. It should be very lucrative. Uh, if they put their money where they should, which is in starting baseball players. Well, it makes you wonder now, because this is a conversation we had a bunch yesterday, not getting the trophy, does it cost some of these guys potential NIL money? Whereas you said, big dollar guys who are willing to throw money at programs feel a lot more invested in it if we're winning a championship rather than, well, we finished out of the race again. Well... I think there's reasons now that you don't have to go pro after your junior year. Uh, isn't the kid uh, from Kansas City the second baseman a junior? Yeah. You know, he's a great example. He's yeah, he's, fi- he's fixing to get a nice pick and a nice offer. Sure. But I, if I'm him and I'm his daddy, who's a exec, MLB exec, mm-hmm. I'm leveraging what you could do at Arkansas. You know, you're going to – Especially if I didn't get drafted by the team I want to get drafted by. So, I mean, how do you do? How do you? What team do you want to get drafted by? Well, we, we talk, from seeing guys get drafted, you're never with a we, team we forever. T- we talked about Austin Reeves the other day, the kid with the Lakers. He didn't want to be an early second round pick, so he told everybody, "I want a guaranteed roster spot, or I'm not going to sign a contract. I'm going to go to Europe. My brother plays in Europe. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to Europe." Uh, if I don't get a guaranteed roster spot as part of my deal. And so most of the people in the early second round passed on him. We ended up in L.A., which was a good fit for Where him. Where he wanted to be. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a little different. No, Basketball's a little different than baseball. But there's different ways to leverage teams. Well, and one of them is now NIL money. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying I, I don't see – how baseball, how young guys who are wanting to play baseball in the major league level have their, if, if they don't have it in their head that at some point in time, unless I'm a superstar, that I'm going to be a pawn on a board in which a GM somewhere is going to decide whether it's a guy that drafted me or the next one coming up sees me as an asset, he's going to move to get something else. I mean, to me, that's basically there, major league baseball right now. There are a half dozen teams in MLB right now. I would not want to be on. I wouldn't okay. want to be a part of the organization. Okay. I wouldn't want to be on the team. I, I see Cody Clemens, who started, got called up here a couple weeks ago in Detroit. Mm-hmm. It's a mess. It is a mess in yep. Detroit. It is a mess. You're not going to make a bunch of endorsement money. Everything you make is going to be on the field, and they're going to try, when your contract's up, to shortchange you. Well, sure they are. Yeah. And so you play well enough that some good. You're in a ballpark that has never been kind to hitters. 
They're never. They're not going to win in Detroit for a no, long time. Not, in a, in a bad division, they're not. I don't know. If they're ever going to win again. They will. I don't know. Either way, they're just some bad franchises. You don't want to go there, and uh, I, I spend you know the first five years because they control you. They do for the first five years of your career, especially if they hold you from coming up until after the yeah. what April deadline That's or whatever why, they can get you in. To me. That last year at college now may be worth more than that first year as a pro. Why am I going to go ride a bus and play, you know, Class A baseball when I can stay at a place like Fayetteville for another year, play, you know, half as many games or whatever? It, travel better. Yeah, travel better. Make eat better, better money. Live better. Make, make better money. Yeah. yeah, other than your signing bonus, you're going to make better money. And depending on where you're drafted, yes, it's not going to be better money. It'll and, be better at college. And, and all that is slotted. That's true. So, Unless you're Pittsburgh. Yeah. So I, that, that was the advantage for Braylon. Yeah. They moved money around yeah, and managed yeah, to move, move it down to where yeah, he got drafted. It doesn't drafted. have to be slotted, but most teams right. choose to stick There's to There's a cap. The, yeah, most teams choose to stick. Right. We know the Yankees don't, Boston don't, no. Cubs don't. But most teams choose to follow the slot. Which makes financial sense, unless you're the big half dozen care. teams that don't need to worry about it. Yeah. Who was I seeing the other day was going to pay some outrageous amount in in tax? Maybe the Dodgers, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, so Somebody has some unbelievable pay. tax burden. Because they money whip with. the rest of baseball right now. The Dodgers money whip everybody. And then just money whip them. They butt whip them, too. Well, it kind of goes hand in hand in that sport. All right, 27 minutes after 5 o'clock. I promise we'll get back around to the uh, Longhorn talk. We, we kind of fuzzed by that because of the uh, Arkansas loss. Again, the final 2-0 Ole Miss beating Arkansas. Ole Miss heading into the College World Series. They'll take on Oklahoma in the championship series. Comes up this weekend. We'll take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. 107.9. Are you looking to upgrade your home theater or audio system? Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the products and the expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like Samsung TVs starting at $319 and Eclipse speakers starting at $250 a pair, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. Eight minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 1079. Welcome back. Uh, 903-735-9905. That's the Sonic Hotline. Uh, the boy's chomping at the bit here I'm on sure. Facebook. He's yes. Hooking them and mm-hmm. he's putting up the uh, the golden arches and uh, yes. Yeah. So uh, I'm Arch Manning. For those who aren't uh, paying attention or were working today, Arch Manning. Made it a verbal commitment. Yes, let's emphasize verbal because this is all it is. Is right. a seventeen-year-old saying, "I think I'm going to go to Texas, go to college." And mm. uh, it, more in the last week has this made sense to me. It didn't make a lot of sense 
early on. And I still think it all comes down to uh, the family just doesn't trust Lane Kiffin. Why would you? Precisely. (laughs) But, you know, and and I'm trying to remember, when is early signing period? November? Uh, December, I think. December's early signing period. Like first or second week December. You know, if Kiffin was to get run off before then. Yeah. And the right guy gets hired. Well, David Cutliffe gets rehired. Whomever, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just don't think they trust him. And the other options were somewhat limited. There was real limitations at Georgia. While you would have great team around you, Kirby's never going to – it's not his personality – to loosen up the offense. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's a walk-on bus driver or a five-star bus driver. You go to Georgia, you're going to be a bus driver. You're going to be handing off the ball a lot. Yeah. And are you developing a quarterback to make it to the next level? No, you're not. That's not Kirby's thing. No. Um, Nick, in recent years, has been more open to it. I'm not a Bill O'Brien guy. I think he's not had success developing quarterbacks. I think Ryan Mallett's a fine example that he had a chance with Ryan and didn't get the job done. And He's uh, already in the NFL by then. Yeah, but he still had a chance. Uh, and maybe Ryan's last chance. If Ryan was ever going to listen no to question. somebody. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. you're right. In Houston, that was it. Yeah, but I'm just saying Bill O'Brien doesn't have a great track record, in my mind, of developing quarterbacks. So that said, where else does he go? I mean – is he going to go to Ohio State and not play in the SEC? No. Although, the way Ohio State's signing receivers, it, would make it may be... Yeah, but I have a feeling some receivers will show up in Austin. Oh, there's no question. They've already got some. Yeah. And, they, and if we know anything about what happens with, with Jalen Hale, he and Arch Manning went on a couple recruiting yeah, trips been, in places together yeah, at the same so place. There's a very good chance the kid out of DeSoto may end up... Right. There as well, and so, but but where else do you go if you're Arch? If 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 you don't trust Lane, you're not a Bill O'Brien fan. You know Kirby's always going. He's. I just couldn't imagine him not going to an SEC school. Tennessee is not up right now. No, they don't have anybody there that makes you think. Although there are people picking them second in the East this year. Yeah, I, know, I, I saw I that a couple of days ago. Who's the coach there? Is it is Hypel still there? Yeah, Josh Hypel. So, and, and this all could, the wheels could come off if Sark falls off the wagon or something, you know, was to happen. But Sark has a nice track record of developing quarterbacks. What he did in that quarterback room down there in Bama is pretty impressive. What he did with Matt Leonard and um, who's the other kid that backed up Leonard that had the long uh, career? Uh, 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 Barkley. Barkley, yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. Barkley. Uh, oh, uh, I know who. You, uh, 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 Matt Cassell. Yeah, Matt Cassell, who yeah. had a long career. Yeah, he's he's got Cassell. a nice track record of developing quarterbacks. Yes, they went out and brought in five legitimate, really good offensive linemen in this past recruiting class that, come two years from now, should probably be the centerpiece of your offensive line. You would think. And so there was a lot of reasons for this. Well, and and <laughs> if, if if we know he's playing his senior year in high school this year. Yes. 
He's probably going to end up on campus maybe in January. Yeah. If not, he, he may redshirt a Quinn Ewers year. I would fully expect him so, to not redshirt, but to not expect to play. The either Mannings way. are so much more sensible than anybody else. Sure. They understand you don't want to rush a quarterback no. if you don't have to. And you want to wait your turn. And, and by the time we get to that second year, Texas is in the SEC. Yeah. Well, you want SEC competition. You, you're now there. Yeah, you're there. You're in yeah. it. Every snap you may take, other than maybe some mop-up work as a freshman, will probably be in the SEC. In the SEC. And, you know, their very first snap in the SEC, you could have a Manning under center. Which no is, question. Which is great. And I think a big part of this is the uncles were at different universities where the expectation is through the roof already. I get to blaze my own trail in a different place. And I think if Texas doesn't join the SEC, I don't know that Arch Manning's doing this. No, I agree. But this is the very reason, not for Arch, but this is the very reason they joined the SEC so they would be able to recruit future NFL players. Yes. Because if you want to recruit future NFL players, you got to either be in the SEC or at Ohio State. Right. I mean, That's right. Or, or Clemson, excuse me, Clemson. No, or Ohio State. Yeah. I don't know. I, I just know that you know, a friend of ours, uh, Longhorn Lance, was all over this today. He's he's talking about Heisman's for the next couple of years for Ewers and then <laughs> Heisman's for three years for Manning. And, you know, Longhorns are going to start stacking up national championship trophies. That's a bit premature. All that is a bit <laughs> premature. I do think uh, the math makes sense with yours and Manning. Yeah, it does. We remind everybody, you spent a year at Ohio State. Yep. You can't go into the draft until three years after high school. That's right. That counts as a year. That's one. Two years at Texas, if he plays at the level he's expected to play at, then there's probably every incentive to move on, to not ever be a quarterback controversy between he and Arch. If he plays at the level that they expect in Austin. Sure. If he produces at the level and is NFL ready, and that's the whole thing now, Sark's trying to prepare NFL ready players, then the math works. Well, this feels weird, almost like it's it's basketball all over again. You're never going to get these high-profile quarterbacks for four years, it feels like. You're going to get them for three and they're going to be on their way before their senior year starts. Yeah, and if you handle them right, one of the three, they may not be contributors. If you don't rush them. Right. Now, yours gets hurt or whatever, and Arch gets stuck in, then you got problems. Well, why do you have problems? Because I've seen what goes on in Austin with quarterback controversies. Ah, that's okay. That's, Your problems are, why are we... Yeah, I we, want... Now, the backup quarterback's the most popular yeah. guy. I want yeah. Arch. Well, Arch will be the most popular guy anyway. You know, well, it depends. Well, depends on what yours does. Yeah, it depends on what yours does. But all that said, and I'll, I think, it, you know, as, as Grayson tried to talk me through this on Monday on the show, mm-hmm. or on uh, a couple of days ago on the show, uh, I guess it's Wednesday or Tuesday, whenever he's in here. Wednesday. But the last couple of weeks, he's he's begun to lay out the case for this. And it made more sense. But it, it still, I think, comes down to they just don't trust Lane Kiffin. That if 
Lane gets a pro job offered. Lane gets one of the premier jobs if Florida was to call or somewhere, LSU were to call or something, he'd be out of there. He's always looking at his phone. Yes. And that's just it. He's always looking at his phone. There's always a better job. He's great, Larry Brown, basically. Yeah. There's always a better job and out the there somewhere. the great thing now, if you're Archer or any of these other kids, you get a free transfer. That's true. If you, you know, Grayson's talked about all day, the kid loves Austin. I love Austin. You either have a taste for Austin, Texas, or you don't. And there's every reason to love it. But I understand some people don't. He may get down there and hate Austin traffic. He may... You know, hate not being able to go out and not be recognized everywhere he goes. And That's so. going to happen no matter where he is. I agree. That doesn't agree. make any. And I think he's actually better off in Austin. Yeah. Where I think he can he can fold well, into the crowd easier than you can in pick your Knoxville, well, Tennessee, we or with Ben Harming Tuscaloosa. The stratosphere of stars in Austin. Yeah. Whereas if you're in in you know Tuscaloosa. You're the biggest star in town the day you get there. Let me ask you this. I was thinking about it earlier today. Who's the biggest outside of the state recruit that the Longhorns have managed to secure that down you can think years? of? Yeah, down through the Ricky years. Ricky Williams. Ricky Williams. Yeah. So that's that's what, this, well, But this is really I took a kid out of SoCal. The, the equivalent of Ricky Williams on the national level that the Longhorns really haven't done in the last twenty years. Yeah, they they haven't had this type of kid come in. I mean, from this is the highest state. profile kid. Yeah, that's a pretty big deal. But Louisiana, Southeast Texas. <laughs> but it's still, it's a it's a pretty big it's, deal. It's a big deal. They've gotten this guy with the last two coaches. It's a big, probably not. He's coming for Sarkeesian. Yeah. Well, then He's that's a big deal for Sarkeesian. Then if nothing else, the hiring of Sark just paid yeah. off. You know, I hope guys will show up because they know. You know, Gary Patterson's there, too, and they want to play defense for Gary Patterson. So, but, uh, no, I, I think it's great. I think it will inject excitement in the program. Yes. But at the same time, it's a 17-year-old. So you're six, telling us don't, six don't, months, don't bet the farm on this six yet. Six months from signing day. I would still watch what goes on at Ole Miss and uh, see see what happens there. You really think he might end up at Ole Miss? I thought all along it ended up at Ole Miss, but I understand why they are wary of Kiffin. I thought they would be excited for him to play for Kiffin. Yeah, but I'm assuming he rubbed them the wrong way, which I hear that's a distinct possibility when you're in the room with Lane Kiffin. It's commonplace, isn't it? <laughs> Name anybody that likes Lane Kiffin. Well, I think there's always going to be that group. He's he's like the Oakland Raiders. There are people who love the Oakland Raiders. Those people love Lane Kiffin. I don't see it, but either way. That's a big news thing for the for the Longhorns, though. This is, I think, this is a shot of self-esteem that the Longhorns needed. When you're up and when, when the competition in your mind was, and, and you're saying Ole Miss, but the competition's Georgia and Alabama, and the guy says we want to go to Austin, that's a big well, self-esteem big boost. Well, to know you could, your first snap in the SEC could be with a Manning under center. It's that simple. That's all of a sudden the playing field got a little more level. Imagine the media circus surrounding that. It's media pass time here, big guy. There's time media, to get those media passes. There's media circus in Austin every day of the year. You tell me where there'll be a bigger one than Arch Manning's first game. I'm just telling you, 
There's a media circus down there every day of the year. All right, let's take a break. 15 minutes, still 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach of the Professor on the fan, 1079. Quick timeout, we'll come right back. Want to thank the good folks over at High Tech Signs, the Party Factory, Stuart Title, Fast Signs, and, of course, Budweiser for making this presentation something we can bring to you each and every day. Quick break, we'll come right back. Last segment next on Leaving the Yard. Welcome back. 11 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. 7 on 7, by the way, starting down in uh, College Station today. It's the uh, championship weekend in the uh, state of Texas. Longview's down there. Pleasant Grove's down there. Dangerfield's down there. Is the heat down there? A little heat down there, too. You know, they have to wear those cushy helmets. Yes. Uh, That can't be good. I mean, it can't be good. It can't be good. I was looking at Victor Shaw today. You know, Victor Shaw has plays for the Hawks. He's got that uh, got that hair like the uh, the guy on the Tonight Show. Uh, uh, what's the musician on yeah, Tonight Show? Talking. It's head of Jimmy's band, the yeah, Roots. Rumor or whatever. Yeah, he's whatever. got one of them truth, rumble. something like yeah. that. But he's got cool hair. But yeah, he's got to put that up under that. You know, a football helmet you can compress. Well, sure. As a former, yeah. as a man who used to have a fro, you yeah. it would compress the fro. Yeah. Now, when you take it off, it leave the imprint in your fro. <laughs> But those little cushy things don't really. So I, I there's don't not much I, give, is what you're saying. Yeah, there's no room yeah. in there. So you almost got to shave the head down. Yeah, I don't know how that works. You just barely put it on there. I guess. It's, it's like it's like graduation. To me, if you got a really good thick fro, yeah. that should be protection enough. You would think. <laughs> it's like a pitcher. We've seen that a couple times. Guy couldn't keep his cap on. Every time he delivered cap. Remember the great Oscar Gamble. Yes. When he'd have it Indian all. Indian or now Guardian. Yeah, yeah. Stick it out the back yeah. and the side. No. That Speaking of hats, Texas High unveiled the new helmet yeah, today. Yeah, very good looking. I like it. Texas. The script. It's got mixed reviews so far. Really? Yeah. Some. You know, old school folks are like, "Where's the T? We need the T. You don't mess with tradition." And then younger folks are like, "That's oh, cool. I like that." I like it. Uh, I never was a big fan of the T, to be honest. Really? How do you not uh, like the T? Just never been a fan. You don't like the T. I've never been a big fan of the of the. I, it reminds me of too much University of Tennessee. I just I'm not a fan. I think the old we got two of them sitting here in front. Yeah. Of the old one I agree with you. The newer yeah. one I don't think the looks. Newer like one was nicer. Yeah. I agree. I like the newer one over the old one, but I was never a fan of the traditional T. Like the old T. Yeah. It's a big radical change from the last last year's black helmet yeah. that they had unveiled. So I don't know how much uh, Coach yeah. Stanford's going to have that. Limited helmet funds. Over well, there. you know those those helmet I, companies. This was the guy that we had on that time. That Greg designed. Gold. Yeah, Greg Gold. Is it, he designed this. Yes, that's what he does. Yeah. If it's if it's a helmet design that's going on in the state of Texas, it's uh, it's Greg. And I didn't see is it just one sided. No, both, both sides. In Texas, I'm not so sure. I wouldn't have liked the scripted Texas and then Tigers. One well, maybe size that Texas, costs double. One size Tigers. Maybe that costs double. Because you could make them just about even in size. Yeah, they're about and, the same size. Yeah. I think I'd like that. Well, you like Texas on both sides? I like it, but I like Texas Tigers. Why don't you just have Tigers on both sides? 
Nah, not a big fan of that. It's a double T. You like tech? No, I don't like that either. No, that's why the Aggies quit playing them. Because the double T? No, because they had TT on their helmets. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Went a long way for that. (laughs) No, that's an old standard Aggie joke from back in the day. Anyway, so we'll see how many of those uh, show up on game days. But the the new helmet's out today. Good looking helmet. I liked it. All right. Like I said, I've I've, 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 some older folks who are like, no, I want my tea back. So Shooty didn't like it? <laughs> not saying anything about Shooty. Just saying. I had some older folks who said no and some younger folks. I think who said Al would have responded to it. Al? No, Al yeah. wouldn't have liked it. No. <laughs> In fact, Al wouldn't have liked the new tea. <laughs> Who wants the damn old tea? Who wants that 1966 tea or whatever the heck it was? No, Al would have. Ah, I don't know. I need that tea on there. Where's Al? Johnny. Al may have went to his first game in a model tea. <laughs> really? <laughs> Imagine what Johnny was saying about that. Uh, Script on that helmet. I know exactly <laughs> what he was saying. <laughs> and I'm not going to say it. No, I'm just telling you. Times have changed. Sometimes it's a good thing they don't have to see some of this stuff. It wouldn't go down well. Just telling you. Uh, Tampa Bay, a little controversy last night and the game-winning goal in overtime. You know, Chop and I talked this morning as two former football officials. We just cannot imagine how difficult it is to call live-action substitution. Lucky no. In any sport. I mean, can you imagine – if you were running players in and out of the infield in baseball Wait, during you action, can't, no. Football, if you were running players in and out during the action, you can't do that. Yeah, and so Cochran practically was in basketball. <laughs> but if you were doing it in basketball, don't you think sometimes you'd end up with too many people well, on yeah. the floor, or not yeah. enough? Yeah, and so uh, I just don't know how they call that. You know, they got four officials and. They're changing lines constantly. and 45 seconds. Yeah. Every 45 seconds, 60 seconds, minute and a half at the most, they're changing lines. And so I don't know how it doesn't happen all the time. I didn't really see the gripe. And I haven't talked to Chris Ross about it today. He and I were texting the last couple of games. We didn't really talk about it after the game last night. I didn't really see... You know, normally the problem becomes a puck ends up near where the switch is happening... And it's part of the play. These, the game-winning goal happened out in front of everybody yeah, changing. You're still I, accounting for people. Well, yeah, and you then, are. But and when you got too many out there, it makes it more difficult for the defense to account that, for everybody. That play had nothing to do with how many well, people were on the I'll ice. Tell you it was far. past everybody else. I, I could see, I, I could see where Tampa fans would look at that and say, "We got screwed over. They had an extra guy on the ice." But their extra guys were all getting off the ice. I mean, it, it, it's, a, it's a very loose rule about you're supposed to be within five feet of getting off I the get ice. It, I get it. And as you said, how hard is it to call? Yeah, just, and all four officials came back and said, I didn't see extra guys yeah. on the ice. Yeah. And so either way, Colorado's up 3-1, and Tampa's in a little bit of trouble yeah. now. they got to go back. Real trouble. And, and they, I'll tell you what. The, the, if they had won last night, boy, it could have really gotten tied. Goalie now. for the Lightning. I, and I'm watching that game. I'm flipping back and forth between Arkansas and the, and, the, and the hockey game. And the goalie for Tampa Bay, you talk about having a hot goalie and can well, keep you in a game or win you so a Stanley funny Cup. funny after watching Saturday night. Oh. I watched part of that Saturday night. Yeah, it was terrible. He couldn't stop anything. No, I know. 
but he got hot last yeah, night, he did. and he was all over the place. Yeah. So anyway, Colorado's probably on the verge this weekend. I think it's Friday night of uh, taking the Stanley Cup and maybe ending the three-peat opportunity yeah. for John Cooper and the Lightning. By the way, uh, Bubba Smith and Mike Golick. Bubba Smith and Mike Golick. All right, so the old Baltimore Colt. And Golick, of course, we know from, what, was Philadelphia? Yeah. Two D linemen yeah. who went on to have nice post-NFL careers. We were talking about oh, Goose oh, yesterday. Yeah, okay, all right. We were talking about Goose yeah. yesterday, and we only came up with three or four guys yeah. who'd been D linemen. Chop came up with That's Bubba true. Smith. And uh, Jordan Angel came up with um, Golick. Golick. Yeah. All right. So, there you go. There's two more. Yeah. Tomorrow, Kirk and Company. Razorback Billy, who's, I'm assuming, not going to be in any good mood tomorrow. Probably not. He'll be a little heartbroken. I would, I'd stay away from the hotty toddy thing. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't do any of that tomorrow. All right, you're going tomorrow night. Uh, Dodger Danny's supposed to be in. We'll be talking to Andrew Monaco, the voice of the Aggies, tomorrow at 530, as uh, they had a pretty good run in the College World Series themselves. That's coming up tomorrow. You guys, enjoy the rest of your evening. It's pretty chill tonight. We got no College World Series. We got no hockey. Basketball's over. Should be an easy night tonight. I should be done with sports break early tonight. You hope. We hope. You guys, take it easy. We'll see you tomorrow. They say consistency is the key to success. 